أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين يكتمون ما أنزلنا من البينات والهدى ما أنزلنا من البينات والهدى من بعد ما بيناه للناس من بعد ما بيناه للناس في الكتاب أولئك أولئك يلعنهم الله ويلعنهم اللاعنون إلا الذين تابوا وأصلحوا وبينوا فأولئك عتوب عليهم وعن التواب الرحيم إن الذين كفروا وماتوا وهم كفار أولئك أولئك إن الذين كفروا وماتوا وهم كفار أولئك عليهم لعنة الله والملائكة والملائكة والناس أجمعين خالدين فيها لا يخفف عنهم الأذاب ولا وإلهكم إله واحد لا إله إلا هو الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساعدون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سليلا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الحديث حديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشمل الامور محدثاتها 
فَإِنَّ كُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَالضَّلَالَةُ وَأَهْلُهَا فِي النَّارِ أَعَادَ اللَّهُ وَعَجَارَنَا مِنَ النَّارِ All the praises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We seek his protection from harm and from isolation harm From deception and from being deceived We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For the sincerity of our words and our intentions We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in this blessed month of Ramadan Insha'Allah as usual We are going to proceed from where we have stopped from our That is our annual tafsir so if you can remember, we stopped at verse 195, that is uh, last year. So inshallah, today we, uh, that is, uh, we are going to proceed from that particular verse, inshallah. Uh, we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to support us and also to assist us in any kind of condition. And for those that lost their life in this time of pandemic, we ask for the Almighty God, for Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to, that is to forgive them. So inshallah we are going to proceed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْتُمُونَ مَا أَنزَلْنَا مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَالْهُدَى That barely those that are hiding what we have revealed مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ That is of the signs. Barely those who are hiding that which we have revealed already from the signs وَالْهُدَى and guidance مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا بَيَّنَّاهُ لِلنَّاسِ after we have explained it, after we have clarified it to the people, fill kitab in the scriptures. Those are the categories of the people that Allah would curse them and also the curses would cause them. So here the Almighty God is mentioning that as for the people that are hiding that which was already revealed to them, they are not disseminating the information to the people. So the calamity of God would be upon them. Allah would cause those particular people because they are hiding the knowledge. That's why the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam make mention, مَنْ سُئِلَ عَلَىٰ إِلْمٍ فَخَتَمَهُ أُلْجِمَ بِلِجَانٍ بِالنَّارِ For whosoever that was asked about knowledge, that has been asked about knowledge and he hide the knowledge, so that particular person would be tied on the day of judgment with the chains of the hellfire. So that's one of the consequences of hiding knowledge. That's why one of the pious predecessors is saying, إِذَا جَهِلْتَ فَتِلْكَ مُصِيبَةٌ وَإِذَا أَرَوْتَ فَالْمُصِيبَةُ أَكْبَرُ That when you are illiterate, you did not learn, it is calamity, it is danger. وَإِذَا أَرَوْتَ And when you attain knowledge, that is after you obtain the knowledge, فَالْمُصِيبَةُ أَكْبَرُ The trial become more greater, that is, it become, that is the, to the highest level. So if you did not learn, it is a kind of danger onto you. It's a kind of trial. Because you would be walking without magnitude and direction. And also, if you obtain that is uh, the knowledge, then it becomes obligatory on you to disseminate the knowledge. Even though this ayah was revealed in the people of the book, that is the Hud wa Nasara, but it is highly applicable to everyone. Not specifically, that is to the Yehud and Nasara. Because whenever you have a kind of knowledge, then it becomes obligatory on you to disseminate it. As far as that knowledge would be of beneficial to the people. But if the knowledge is not beneficial to the people, then the basic issue is for you 
to hide that is that knowledge. We know there is one of the usul, one of the theory that kitman al-ilmi li'ajlil maslaha hiding knowledge for the purpose of that is a, for the purpose of rectification. If you see hiding the knowledge is better then it's better for you to hide if it will cause calamity, corruption or a kind of, any kind of consequence. That's why there is one of the theory also in the usul which was says, uh, that is which says uh, blocking harm is better than obtaining goodness suppose for example in a kind of condition that if you engage into that condition there would be a lot of consequences dangers would come so avoiding that is better suppose for example you want to teach someone about a particular knowledge but if you are trying to explain to him it will lead to a kind of quarreling misunderstanding between yourselves so the better option is for you to avoid that because it will not come with any kind of goodness but if you know that he will understand so definitely it becomes an obligation on you to explain to him but in case of the Ahlul Kitab the knowledge that they hide to the people is a kind of knowledge that is highly beneficial to the entire humanity. That is the knowledge regarding the case of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah, uh, in surah Al-A'raf and also in Surah Ali Imran that as for them, they knew about the coming of the messengers. They know about the coming of the messenger. They know about the coming of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In one of the ayahs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يَعْرِفُونَهُ كَمَا يَعْرِفُونَ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ That is in Surah Al-Baqarah. They knew him as how they can recognize their child, that is their children. That is in their scriptures. But they did not tell people. That's why there was a narration which was narrated by Ibn Abi Hatim. From the riyah of Abdullah ibn Abbas. He said, one day Mu'adh ibn Jabal asked one among the Darbanu Ashhal. He asked also, that is Sa'ad ibn Mu'az about the coming of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Did they have any sign of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in their books, in their scriptures? When they hide, they said no. But it was already mentioned. So that's the kind of the knowledge that they hide with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already, that is caused them. As far as you hide a knowledge that is beneficial to the people, then according to the religious point of view you would be cursed it's a kind of consequences on you so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying min ba'di ma bayyannahu linnas after we have clarified that to the people like the knowledge of the deen the knowledge of the Quran the knowledge of the sunnah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam everything was explained Allah mentioned in surah that is in surah Isra wa kullu shay'in fassallahu tafsila to everything we have explained it in detail so everything was already clarified the only thing is for you to disseminate, to share it to the people, as far as it is of beneficial to the people. But if it will bring harm, then you have to avoid that. Those are the categories of the people that Allah would curse, and also the causes, like that is the malaika, would curse also those people that are hiding the knowledge. So in terms of grammatical point of view, inna lazina, inna, that is, uh, is it can be helpful to That is magnifying the statement. 
whenever inna kam or anna is a kind of harufu nasbin and also if inna kam it come in order to magnify the statement to show you the emphasis of that statement so Allah is saying inna lazina that verily does that is surely those people yet allazina yaktumuna those that are hiding ma anzalna what we have revealed meaning surely Allah SWT is saying those that are hiding that which was what which was revealed to the people after it was been clarified to the people definitely they would be cast meaning Allah would cause them and the malaika would cause them Allah SWT mentioned that illa allazina tabu except those who repent maybe before they are hiding the knowledge afterwards they repented وَأَصْلَهُ and they get rectified فَأُولَئِكَ أَتُوبَ عَلَيْهِ those are the ones that I will accept their repentance those are the ones that I will forgive them so it's not everyone that, commit, uh, that committed mistake that Allah would forgive him except the one that he regret on his mistake and also he rectify his actions like for example someone that is saying I would stop drinking wine for example or I would stop doing zina but the next day he would also engage into that zina so this indication that Allah did not accept his repentance you get the logic so Allah is accepting the repentance of a person that rectify his action that's why Allah make mention in several ayat in the Quran that as for those that maintain the good deeds those are the ones that Allah SWT would forgive. Even in terms of the shirk, Allah SWT mentioned in Surah Al-Nisa that Verily Allah is not there to forgive any person that associates any fatna with him, but he forgives beside that whosoever that is he wills. So Allah SWT said in one of the ayah in Surah Al-Nisa also, also there was one of the statements from the past predecessors that the rules of tawbah, repentance, is that is a three, that is specifically a three. In some of the ulama, they said a four. First, anladimu ala mafat. You have to regret of what has already gone. That is from the mistake. You have to regret on doing such kind of actions that you did before. When niyatu Allah yauda ila zam, and you have to have the intention that you will not go back to that particular sin. That particular mistake. From what remain, that is uh, of your age. From what remain for you in the life of the world. So, suppose someone yesterday he drank the wine. So, today he said he would make tawbah. So, part of the shirut of tawbah, he should regret, uh, he should regret on doing his yesterday's action. And he has to establish intention that he will not. That is a drink the wine again. Do you get it? So this one of the that is one of the implication of that is wrongdoing. Even if you make the repentance, then you have to establish two factors: regulation, repenting, and also rectifying the action, the next coming actions. Do you get it? So that's what Allah SWT is emphasizing in this ayah. So the ulama they said the repentance would be in which kind of wrongdoing you, you did. If you committed a wrongdoing which is associated with the responsibility of other human, then unless if that other human forgive you, then Allah would forgive you that is on that wrongdoing. Suppose you steal someone's property. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive you that wrongdoing unless you meet that particular person. You meet the honor and you seek the forgiveness from him. If that particular person forgive, for, uh, forgive you, then it is well easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ghafur Rahim. The all forgiving, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most merciful. So that's how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is considering the actions of the humans as far as the actions are good or the actions are evil ones. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Wa anat tawwab rahim. I'm the one that is accepting the repentance. I'm the one that is the most merciful. I'm the one that is a forgiving. Inna al-lazina kafiru. Surely those that disbelieve. Wa matu. Wahum kufar. And they die while rejecting the faith. As for those that they become disbelievers and they die while rejecting the faith, ulaika alayhim la'natullah. As for those, upon them is the curse of Allah. So meaning if you live in the life of the world and you die while rejecting the faith, you don't have any that is evidence or any that is anything to say unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't have you have nothing to say that is before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already given you everything. He has given you all the blessings, the blessings of sight, the blessings of that is the hearing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you the mind, the brain for you to interpret whatsoever that you come or whatsoever you approach, but you end up rejecting the faith. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, as for those categories of the people, ulaika alayhim la'natullah. Upon them is the la'na of Allah, the curse of Allah. Wal-malaika and the curse of the angels. The malaika would curse all, that is, those people also. That's why in one of the ayah, Allah SWT informed us on how Allah SWT is recommending the malaika to remove the soul of the people that are rejecting the faith. Yadribuna wujuhahum. They would be striking them on their faces. And on their, that is on their back also. So that's how they would punch them while taking away their soul. But as for the soul of the believers, those that accepted the faith, they, it would get removed in a lenient way, in a simple way. That's what Allah SWT revealed that ayah. Allah SWT said, And the cost of the angels would be upon them. And also the cost of the, that is uh, all the people would be upon them. Because if you reject the faith, so it becomes a kind of legal action on you to do whatsoever you would do because you lack modesty. Because we mentioned that the Rasulullah once mentioned that al-iman, that modesty is a segment of faith. Modesty is part of iman. So if you reject the Iman, you reject faith, meaning you lack modesty. You can do whatsoever you, you, that you intend to do. So that's why Allah SWT said, And also all the people would hate them. All the people would be cursing them because they established wrongdoing on top of the earth. Maybe shedding of blood, looting the people's property, unnecessary harming towards others. So that's the reason why the people would hate them. So as for a believer, you should try as such to engage with everyone to show that is the beauty side of your perspectives. 
maintain the principle of your religion. That is to provide for the people, not to harm the people. So that's the concept of our religion. Khalidina fiha. They would dwell there, meaning they would dwell in the, that is hellfire. The punishment will not be decreased, will not be lightened for them, will not be decreased. That is unto them. And they will not be, that is a left, that is there. Meaning they will not be, that is a, and they will not be given a kind of why for them to have a relief. So always, always they will be in that kind of punishment. So that's one of the, that is concept of rejecting the faith. If you reject the faith, so definitely there are a lot of consequences, implications, and calamities that will be upon you. From the side of your Lord, from the side of the Malaika, the angels, and also within the community also. So a believer is the one that would come with anything that, would, that is a support his community. So that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is make mention. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَإِلَهُكُمْ إِلَهٌ وَاحِدٌ Your Lord is, that is a إِلَهٌ wahid. It's a single Lord. Meaning, your Lord is one. There are no multiples of gods according to what God is saying. So if you look towards the sign of the Almighty God, towards the sign of the dunya, you will see it is emphasizing that the God is one. The creation of the heaven and the earth, the mountains that we are seeing, the trees that we are seeing, the oceans, all what we are seeing around us is emphasizing that there is someone that created that, that there is someone that started that. But someone due to science, he will tell you that that is going, that is moving based on some of the mechanisms or some of the energy or some of that is due to nature. So who created the nature? Who give the chance to? Inshallah, can you Okay. Okay, Inshallah. Allah uh, is saying, uh, There is no worship but Him. Huwa Rahman Rahim. He is the most beneficent, the most merciful. So inshallah due to the time limitation we will stop here. Uh, inshallah tomorrow we will start early inshallah. Today is the first day. Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima allamtana wa zidna ilman. Allahumma arina al-haqqa wa raduqna al-tiba'ahu wa arina al-baatila baatila nurduqna al-shitinaba. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasanita wa kina azab al-nar. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.